With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 won a ticket. So, look, um, it's uh, turning the page on the Kansas City game. I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I kind of want to keep basking. And it was funny because I got in today and I'm like, all right, golf at 1030. Oh, golf's tomorrow because of the weird schedule and them opening on a Thursday. So we're going to talk with Jared Goff tomorrow, which typically we talk to him on Tuesdays. This week we're going to talk to him Wednesday, which is one day closer to the next game, which will help turn the page. But as I sat down and started mapping out some of what I wanted to ask him, I realized I want to keep talking about the Kansas City game. And, and, And if our audience wants to do that, I have no problem with it. We're allowed to bask. Um. But I kind of get the sense that what we should do is turn the page mm-hmm. because I think in a real NFL town with a contender, that's what you do. You know, you put that that notch on the belt and move on to the next one. Well, what we've done typically is we we spend some time talking about the previous game and then we switch over. Yep. But you don't want to you you want to spend more time on Kansas City. I have no issue with if we keep if if the listeners want and they want to keep talking about Kansas City, let's go. Hell yeah. I'm all for it. I still love that game. I I got home last night late, and I was like, I got this Jets game. I can rewatch the UNLV game or rewatch the Chiefs game. I might lean towards the Chiefs game. (laughs) This is Doug's dilemma. Yeah. Got to rewatch one of two games I've already seen, or I could watch the game that's on now. I watched the game that was on now. But I, if I was going to watch, like that jet, I'm, I'm going to watch Kansas City and Detroit again. Are you? Without question. I'm Why? Going to. Because I almost watch, I, I won't say, I, I would say 50% of the games I'll watch again, um, get a second look, and, and just for work purposes, make some notes. Things you didn't notice the first time around because you're in the moment that become crystal clear the second time you watch them. Like, as moving forward, Let's not forget the Detroit offense only scored two touchdowns. Now, I don't particularly care. I will care more. I don't think it's an issue. Given the circumstances, that's a just win the game kind of game. Just win the game. They are going up this week against a defense that gave up 334 yards passing to an offense without its elite wide receiver. They didn't put much pressure on Matthew Stafford. And the Lions will be at home, which should be a rabid environment against a team that gave up 334 to Stafford shorthanded 
And I will be, I think it'll be more worthy of note if the Lions offense doesn't have a big game in game two than it was in game one. Like moving forward, Sunday feels like a day that the offense has a chance to roll. And if it doesn't, then I think we might have a talking point. Right now, game one, go to Kansas City and win however you can. Week two feels like a put-up-big-totals kind of game. Would you agree? Uh, it feels like it should for, I think, the number one reason is because they're playing at home and because Jared Goff is statistically better at home than he is on the road. Um, also add to that everything you said about the Seattle defense and what they were what they were giving up to Matthew Stafford in their offense over the past week. I would agree with you. Um, but there's also part of me that just says, just get the win. Yeah. Because we briefly mentioned, Ken, you mentioned the up-down theory yesterday in the NFL, and I kind of dismiss it because I said the Super Bowl contending teams don't worry about the up-down theory because the Lions are a Super Bowl contending team right now. Um, so part of me just wants, just get the win. I don't care how it's done, except that everybody stays healthy. That's that's the new caveat after watching last night. Oh, the Jets won. That's great. Yeah, well, they lost Aaron Rodgers for the year after four plays. Oh, so just stay healthy. But mm-hmm. yes, this does feel that way. Um, the Lions can throw the ball around quite a bit. I like, uh, I, I think we're going to see more usage of Jameer Gibbs. I think we're going to see a little bit more usage of Sam Laporta. Um, that has me excited uh, in, in both aspects of the running and, and, and passing game with with Gibbs. And, I mean, that speed, we just saw flashes. And, man, it was fun. Laporta had five catches on five targets. I, I, of all the pleasant surprises, that might be my biggest, that the rookie tight end had five catches on five targets when that is a tough position to break into on the road, hostile environment, defending Super Bowl champ. I kind of tempered my expectations for what I still think is going to be. I thought, even though I don't have as big expectations as I initially did for his rookie season, that was probably my most pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was a nice start. I agree with you. I did not expect five catches in the first game. Clearly, as the season goes on, if a guy is worth it and, and worthy of it, and we have no reason to believe it, a guy like Jameer Gibbs becomes a bigger part of the offense. Like there was some sentiment out there in the on the socials that that Gibbs needs to be a bigger part of the offense. I get why in game one of his rookie season he wasn't featured per se, but I you know, he's he's going if this trajectory is what we expect it to be, of course he's gonna be a bigger part of the audience, and it's okay that uh, audience, bigger part of the game plan. And I, you know, I fully expect it moving forward. There's no reason to be upset with how he was used in game one because they won the game. But they did only score two offensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's one thing that I want to see get better from week one to week two is it's the offense getting across the goal line. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Without a doubt. And yet you look at what Goff did and 
throwing for whatever it was, 250-something yards, um, right around there. It's about what he did last year. You know, it's it's about the average. And and doing it on the road, no turnover uh, for him, That that's, that's good news. Um, but I do want to see them run the football better than what they did. Um, and, and I think that has great potential to happen Sunday. I'm, I'm with you. I, I am expecting a bigger offensive output. Can they roll up 400 yards in offense against the Seattle Seahawks and, and kind of blow this thing out? Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that way. That's what I want to see. I don't think the Rams ran it particularly well. Did you see how many tackles Bobby Wagner had in that game? No. 19. Oh, you... <laughs> God. Is he good? Yeah. Okay. Um, Does that mean Jack Campbell's going to do the same thing? Yes. That's exactly what it means. Yeah, the Rams didn't run it all that well. They, they're running backs. Well, they don't have a running game. Not not particularly, and that's something that they're 37 carries between the two running backs, which is a lot, a lot by the way. Carries. 37 carries for 81 yards. What? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Now, is that the Rams rushing attack stinks, or is that Seattle can actually stop the run? I, I guess we'll see moving forward, but... If I'm to pick one thing I want to see get better, it's that. 248-539-9797. What do you want to see improve between week one and week two? So the two biggest takeaways for me from week one was the rookies was number one. How all four rookies, the first you know four picked, made such a big contribution to the game. The next best thing, or the next thing I noticed was the fact that they don't have any explosive plays on offense. You mentioned they only scored two offensive touchdowns. The two offensive touchdowns they scored were, were good drives. And those you need those to, you know, help keep the ball away from the other team, and especially if they have a quarterback like Mahomes. So that's a good thing, of course. But when you need an explosive play or a big home run, you know, threat, they didn't seem to have it because Gibbs wasn't, you know, they were just getting his feet wet. Coach Campbell said, you're going to see a lot more of him moving forward. But first game in, they kind of wanted to slowly put him in. Plus, I'm sure there's pass protection that Dave Montgomery is a lot more familiar with and things like that as being a veteran. But as we move forward, I think Jameson Williams, you're not going to have him for the next five weeks, right? Who's going to be the receiver that goes down the field? We know Sam Brown is as, as reliable as they come between the short and mid-range game. But who's going to go down the field? Does Antoine Green get more playing time next week? Do they send Josh Reynolds downfield more? Do they put Gibbs on the outside? Because they need an explosive type of player on the field besides, and hopefully it is Gibbs, but maybe besides Gibbs as well. Yeah, things I'm looking to see from one week to the next, the, the improvement, I, I think that they have to um, improve with containing the quarterback and keeping him in the pocket. Mahomes got got free a few times, and it cost him a little bit. They fortunately won the game. But we saw last year Geno Smith did it to the Lions. At, uh, not at will, but did it pretty well last year. They have to improve on that from year to year. The other thing is I'd like to see them run the football better than what they did. Um against the Chiefs. It's interesting. You, you you mentioned how many times that the Rams ran the ball and for how few yards it was. Uh, and, and it is kind of crazy to think that they ran the ball 40 times in the game for 92 yards. Did you see the total play difference in the game? No, but if somebody ran it 40 times and your quarterback threw for 334. So they the, the Rams had 78 plays in the game. Seattle had 46 that's it. Wow. I mean, that's a, quite a disparity. Now, the disparity, why do you get a disparity like that? Because you're running the football. They might have been running it well, but it feels like they ran the ball, ran the ball, get bailed out on third down by Stafford. 
run the ball, run the ball, bail down third down. I have to look at the play by play and confirm that. But I mean, that's 40 carries for barely two and a half yards a carry. As far as the explosive, explosive plays are concerned, Kang, the Lions had two plays over 20 yards. 33 yard reception from Jared Goff to Josh Reynolds, the one that he caught it, turned up the field, and then covered it up. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And a 21 yarder to Amon Ross St. Brown. And if I'm not mistaken, both of those, the air yards in that were. I believe twenty yards. I don't. I can't off the top of my head remember the Amon Ra catch. I remember the Josh Reynolds catch. I knew it was something I had in my notes that I specifically <laughs> yeah. wrote down. Very I remember good. writing down about the air yards on those two plays. 